what's up, everybody? This is your host, Shane Amon, and you're listening to the Slick Talk podcast show. How you guys doing? Hopefully, you're doing good, because I'm doing damn good. Um, in today's show, we're going to be talking about some positive things here. We're going to be talking about the new internet craze talk sensation thing. We're going to be talking about high vibrational plates, high vibrational frequencies, things like that. What the hell is high vibrations? How to raise your vibrations? We're going to get into a little discussion about that and um, and a little bit more. So guys, stay tuned. Thank you for listening. I'll be right back. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening. Once again, you're listening to the Slip Talk Podcast Show. I am your host, the one, the only, the eligible bachelor here. Well, maybe I'm an eligible bachelor because I keep doing things to make myself stay an eligible bachelor. But nonetheless, I am your host, Shane Ahmad. How are you guys doing today? Hope you guys are doing pretty good or doing well or whatever the hell you got going on. I hope you make it through. If not... Shit, tomorrow will always come, hopefully. But as for me, I'm doing pretty pretty good here. Um, feeling very productive. I've gotten up early today. I got on everything that I needed to do for the day. I got up straight. Have like around about seven o'clock this morning, and by seven thirty, I was on to doing what I needed to do with myself as far as paying the bills, returning emails for over the weekend, um, returning phone calls. You know, doing that. Feeling very productive and ambitious um that came from me doing research over the weekend for this particular show uh as far as raising high vibrations although i've always known and had an idea about vibrations and always knew when maybe i was operating on low vibrational frequency or i was around somebody who was giving off low vibrations it's it's just like you know you kind of it kind of gets hard to stay on top of that because you get part of life and you know, you just don't really have time to be worrying about all that kind of stuff because, you know, like sometimes things are just going shitty if you feel shitty and you can't, you can't, you know, fake it, you know, it's like, hey, I feel crappy today or this particular issue has me feeling crappy. I can't help that I'm down. But, you know, it's a learning experience and um, learning how to cope and learning how to deal with your low vibrations or someone else's vibrations or, you know, you know, we're going to go ahead and talk about that kind of stuff. Also, in this uh, this episode today, we're going to be talking about um, that that uh, lady, Nuri Martinez, the president of L.A. City Council. Uh, she had some very, uh, she's a Hispanic lady, clearly, with the last name Martinez. But uh, she had some very controversial slash racist comments for one of her um colleagues there on the LA City Council. And we're going to go ahead and talk about it. I'm going to give my opinions on that. But anyway, let's go ahead and get into the first topic of the day. High vibrational plates. As you guys are probably wondering, what the hell are you talking about, Shane? We're talking about a high vibrational plate. What is that? Well, everybody, high vibrational plates could basically mean, um, how do, how do I put it in words? Like, it's like it's it, it's like something that gives you positive energy. High vibrational foods are like very you know earth raw foods, things that have not been processed and things like that. And it's supposed to help your body produce more positive qualities and more positive frequencies. Um, like say for instance. Someone who eats good, like, you know, someone who may be a vegan, someone who doesn't drink alcohol, um, someone who doesn't smoke or doesn't do drugs, they don't eat, like, processed foods like potato chips, Little Debbie's, and things like that. Like, those people naturally would probably operate on a more high vibrational um, frequency. And when I say high vibrational, you know, vibration means, you know, positive qualities, that, you know, come from things like good music, yoga, sunshine, also raw foods, which I've already already said, and makes you feel lighter, happier, and more at ease with things. Have you guys ever, like, noticed a, a vegan person or someone who's, like, vegetarian? Like, you think to yourself, wow, you, you know, you guys seem so 
so easy and light and unbothered and clean and in shape and healthy and it's just a feeling you get from around them and you're just like yeah you feel perfect or there's just something about you that just seems very tranquil well those people are usually operating on high vibrations and I'm not saying all of them are um, but you know the majority of them are operating on um, on higher vibrations and uh, people who you know I'm pres- I'm pescatarian so people might you know they say to me like oh you know your energy is a little different well hell yeah it's a little different because I'm probably very particular about the things that I eat I barely drink um, I may have a little cocktail here on this show and I mean that is it I put my hand on the bible but you know I don't smoke anything I don't do any drugs uh, I've, I've been pescatarian going on for probably about two years uh, now. Prior to that, I ate whatever I wanted to eat and felt like shit. And But I was pescatarian many years prior to that, and it just worked out for me. Um, yeah, but this, uh, this particular subject came from this thing that I saw over the internet over the weekend. Uh, from one of my favorite YouTube shows called TGIF Friday. I mean, TGIF, excuse me, guys. Fought on Fox Soul with uh, Funky Dineva, Claudia Jordan, and Al uh, Reynolds. And they had a host on there. The lady name was Coach Stormy. She is a, you know, a celebrity influencer, coach lady who gives tips, health, wellness tips to people in the world or whatever and she makes a living off of it and she was on a particular show which honestly I did not catch the name of the show that she was on where she she started getting a black backlash from the comments that she made but on this particular show Stormy Wellington a wealth coach with 1.4 million Instagram followers who charges up to $10,000 for the weekend's workshop like what well she was holding a plate of food with a piece of corn and two chicken wings, and she tells friends, Minty and business partner Tammy Price, that the plate she had accepted, stacked with mashed potatoes, a sandwich, and a hot dog, is low vibration. She elaborates that while uh, Price's plate looks suitable for hot, for a hood rat, her own is fit for royalty. So let's get this straight, guys. Stormy Wellington, this woman here, hosting an event, her own particular event, uh, where she provided the food and all this kind of time, all this stuff for people to come to for whatever was going on, and yet she berates one of her patrons, someone who came to support her event, about the amount of food and how they dressed up their plate of food and said that it was low vibrational and stuff like that. Well, I'm going to be quite honest with you guys with my personal opinions on that. I honestly understand where Coach Sammy, I mean, excuse me, Coach Stormy comes from because as a person who is very aware of the things that I put into my body and the things that I've eaten, and I'm not perfect, I believe me, I had to learn late in life how to, how to, you know, try to treat myself better. And I'm very aware of the stuff that other people, other people put in their bodies. When someone says, oh, yes, I had a piece of baked pork chops for for dinner or whatever that's all fine and dandy I used to eat that kind of stuff I totally get it but in my mind I'm thinking Phil you know pork you're eating baked pork chops yeah that's not gonna that's not gonna help you out in in, any any way it just tastes good and your body just has to deal with processing it and you may pay for it later in life but hey some say we all may pay for things in life you know we all gonna we all have something that's gonna you know, end us or whatever. But, um, so when she said that, I totally understood it because, you know, you know, this is a lady who she is coaching as far as being her wellness coach and life coach and stuff like that. And she's like, you know, you're trying to lose weight. You're trying to keep your weight down. You're not going to do that by piling all this food up on your plate at an event where other people are at and you should, should be, um, you know, networking and stuff like that. So I totally get it because I am a guy, whenever I was out at a fancy shindig or if I was out somewhere for work and we're all, you know, eating or if I was on a hot date, I didn't pig out like I would normally do when I pick out the house because at that particular moment, I'm representing myself and my brand, 
we all have a brand, everybody. Whether your brand is ghetto as fuck, or your brand is, you know, a hybrid like me, someone who can be a little ghetto, but a little bougie, or mix it, you know, whichever one that comes out, or if you're somebody who's a little bougie, or someone who's just a novice to your surroundings, it is not a good look to pile your plate of food up, your plate of food with a bunch of food and stuff like that. It makes you look tacky, it makes you look hungry, it makes you look very savage, um, and just, just very uncouth. So I understand where uh, Coach Stormy was coming from by letting her mentee know that her vibration, that her plate of food was a low vibrational choice. Granted, Coach Stormy provided this event and things like that, um, and she didn't give any warning to anybody or any, or any of the people that she personally knew that, hey, look, look, guys, I'm gonna be walking around judging you on what you eat, you know. So I, I understand where she was coming from on that because. Uh, the negative connotations on negative vibrations and, you know, and negative things that you put in your bodies um, can have you feeling, leaving you feeling very dark, confused, and very heavy, very envious, jealous of very toxic people who produce toxic relationships, whether it's friendships or um, dating life, arguments, violence, you know, junk food, drugs, and alcohol, resentment, and anger. So, people who produce low vibrations and eat low vibrational uh, foods often harbor these lower level feeling things. And I believe it. I honestly believe it because I learned and noticed a lot about myself when I became pescatarian. Um, I learned discipline. You know, I learned discipline. And discipline is, a, is something that a lot of people don't have. When I say I learned discipline going from eating whatever I want to becoming a pescatarian, I got tired of being huge. I was almost 300 pounds at one point. Uh, I hated working out, but I hated how I looked even more. So I encouraged myself to start working out. And I also started encouraging myself what uh, you know, to eat better and watch the things that I ate. And once I started watching the things that I ate, I started noticing my energy level started going up. Um, my perceptions on life started becoming better. I started feeling more healthier. I started feeling more alive. I started feeling more vibrant, ambitious. Um, a lot of things that would worry me or stress me out were slowly fading away once I started putting better things in my body and getting active. Um, stop, you know, I stopped the drinking as much, you know, because I would be one of those guys. I've never been a heavy drinker, but I would go out with people and they want to go drinking and stuff like that. I'm just like, you know what? I'm being, I'm easy. This shows me that I'm very easily influenced. And I don't like that. I want to drink when I want to drink, not because everybody says it's a social thing to do. So it got to a point, I would go out, I would just order water, a sparkling, or um, uh, what do you call it? To- uh, uh, toxic, not toxic, um, tonic and like cranberry juice or something like that, or, or just order something very basic because I have a goal and I have a purpose and I have a thing that I want to do. And granted, everybody else can understand it. They don't even need to know it. But right now, I'm backing off that kind of shit because I need to raise my high vibration because I got tired of where I was in my particular life. Um, and I will say this on Stormy, Coach Stormy. Granted, I understand where she was coming from and I knew she took that as a teachable moment. I just particularly feel that she was extremely rude and extremely ghetto and was operating on low vibrations to confront someone um, about their plate of food at her event um, in front of people and on television. I thought that was very tacky. And I felt like she was not uh, operating from a place that she, which she expected someone else to. That was a moment where you pull this girl aside and say, look, you know, this is my event. There's a certain look that I want all of my mentees and people that I'm involved with or networking with or associated, or associated with to have. I don't like the fact that you're piling your food up with all this, your plate with all this food and this low vibration and your food is touching and this is slopped on here, this is slopped on there, you know. I don't like that. If you are hungry, if you want something to eat, we can make you a plate of food to take home and eat it. But like, we're at this event, girl, have some damn class. You know, that's what... I feel that Coach Stormy should have just told the girl instead of berating her and saying, oh, you have a vibrational plate. Girl, rude. 
You're operating a low vibrational plate. I don't care what I do. Let me tell you this. I'm a pescatarian. I'm, I can be very health conscious when I want to. Granted, I'm chubby and I like sweets. That's my, uh, that's my, what do you call it? That's my vice that I'm still working with every day. But when I go out to eat with my friends or anybody, let me tell you this. Not one damn time am I ever going to critique their plate of food and their choice of food. We're all different. What you may eat, I may, I may not eat. What I may eat, you may not eat. But that doesn't make me think you're a bad person. Makes me think, you know, your choice of food sucks. Or you may think my choice of food is kind of shitty. But whatever. We're never going to agree on everything in the world, right? Shit, you got you got some meat eaters who like their steak medium. You got some like them well. Some, some people like them medium well. or all the, However that dumb shit goes. And they judge each other off of that. So it's just kind of, it is what it is, but I would never go out to eat with somebody or someone I consider my friend or business partner and um, berate them about their food um, in front of other people. I'm sorry. Now, I may say, pull them, like I said, I may pull them to the side and say, listen, girl, you better, I will, you know, I'll have my teeth all clutched together and say, listen, girl, you need to have some damn class. How you came up to my event and you got your plate looking all sloppy and looking ghetto and good and ratchet and ratchet as hell is what I you know, in a friendly, you know, but serious way to my friend off to the side and let them know, hey, look, this is a high bar event. Act high bar, girl, please. And do the, do the lowbrow shit later when you leave my event, okay? You're representing me. That's really what it was, I think, that she wanted to do and what she should have said. But, but at the same time, Coach Stormy is a millionaire and she's a huge social influence. Uh, influencer or social media influencer, whatever the hell you call it. So she has people spending $10,000 of their money to, to go to workshops with hers over the weekend. So I under, I understand it. it's her brand. I understand she'll probably take any moment to create controversy because I do know in entertainment, I'm not in entertainment yet, but I will say this controversy does create cash. So she gets it, you know, and, and, it's, and she will probably do it at all costs. Even if it's if he, even if it means to embarrass and demean her own friend, she was probably thinking, "Oh my God, my friend's over there acting real ghetto and low vibrational with her ghetto low vibrational plate." So let me go over on camera and give her a teaching moment because I know this show's going to eventually come out in a couple months, and everybody everybody's going to be talking about it. So yep, I'm going to go ahead and use you and get myself in the media. So at the end of the day, I I understand, but. Great, I didn't like I didn't like her delivery and how she did, but I'm glad that she did speak up and that she's this girl's life coach. You needed to address it. I just think the way she addressed it was shitty. Also, guys, um, I'm gonna talk about how to help raise your vibrations. Some of the things that can help raise your vibrations in life are. Oh gosh, my computer just. Give me guys, let me take this off. So my computer, I have this MacBook, and some days it just, if I don't use it for a few minutes, it just does its own thing. But anyway, some of the uh, some of the ways to raise your vibration are to give gratitude to people. Um, love, whether you love yourself, love others, love your animals, love your home, love your car, love your job. Love your local post office, your local grocery store, you know, walk in love and just, you know, say for yourself, you know, even when you're down to your lowest point and just and think to yourself, well, I may be down in this particular stage of my life, but I am, I am generous and I love this particular self thing about myself. It may be hard sometimes, guys, but you know, that helps bring up your vibration. And also I just spoke on it like generosity, be generous. That's one that's one thing I'm working on. I mean, I've done it for so long and it got to a point to where people expect you to be generous. And I was just like, I got tired of that. Like, yeah, if you're struggling and you got things going on, that's your problem. Fix it. Figure it out. It's kind of this new thing that I've been on. But I, you know, I will be generous to people that I personally know and love and um, stuff like that. But I, I have fallen off on being generous to strangers because... Uh, you know, homeless people on the streets begging and stuff like that. You know, it's just like if you really want it better for yourself, you go out and make it better. 
why are you homeless for five and six years? That's something you want to do. Um, because when my rent and my car notes do, I, I guarantee you're not going to be able to help me, nor would you care. Because you don't even care about yourself. You've given up your life. Why do you think, why do you want to help me? You just want to take from me. So screw off. But I need to, I need to try to work on that. Do I think I ever will again? Probably not. But I do have other ways. I do have other ways to keep my vibrations up. Um, meditation. I love to meditate. People think, you know, they look at you and think that you're a weirdo when you say you meditate. Whatever. And to be quite honest with you, everybody listening to this, personally for me, when I, when I am meditating, or that I've told someone that I'm meditating, it's usually someone I don't fuck with. Or someone who is on a vibrational level that is so low to where I need to make a statement in that moment and say, hey, look, I'm going to meditate. And I'm sure that person thinks, well, damn, I'm calling to complain or to bitch and talk about bad stuff while you're over here in your positive zone trying to be positive. Let me not intrude on your positivity. Yes. Yes, you understood. <laughs> you understood. There's a way, sometimes there's ways to let people know without just being so damn blunt and brash. Yes, I'm, I'm thrilled, guys. The next time one of your friends or coworkers or family members call your house about some drama and some shit and you really don't feel like it, hit them with the, um, say, hey, let me call you back because I was just about to sit down and put my phone out and meditate for a little bit. Y'all need to clear my head of some things. I need to get back to a peaceful zone. I guarantee you that that positive energy that you will have and that person's negative energy is going to clash. They're going to realize, oh, wait a minute. I'm calling to bring you down. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, also, uh, breathing. Breathing exercises help. Um, when I was younger, I, I had a kind of a temper and things like that. And I had to go through some, you know, exercises with professionals where they teach you to breathe and I've learned to breathe uh, when I'm on a job or something like that and it's getting intense or I feel like my mood's about to change or I'm about to flip or just go off and say whatever the hell I want to say I take a moment and I breathe and I start to analyze stuff and I say okay your vibrations are down You've allowed other people to bring your vibrations down. You've allowed yourself to go down with whatever situations you have going on in life. You operate better on higher vibrations. Pick out and pinpoint the thing about that particular person or what's going on that's annoying you and how are you going to fix it better. So the breathing honestly helps. Instead of responding, sometimes you just breathe. Now, will I say this, this helps every time? Hell no. Because sometimes you just have to flat cuss somebody out. Cuss them good now. Got a good good cuss out. Have you ever just cussed somebody out from left to right and you just thought to yourself, Lord, please forgive me for the things that I've said and done, but you was asking for it. <laughs> I know I have. Boy, Lord, have mercy. Um... One of my good friends say they can't, they hate to see the person that I, I date or marry or whatever and get on my bad side. And they say, because uh, shame could put a cuss on somebody. <laughs> you know, I, I could take a lashing too, but I guarantee you I could throw some back. You know, I ain't about to be sitting out here looking like no punk. But anyway, um, but breathing, you know, on a real note, breathing does help. Forgiving people, which I found was probably the hardest uh, one of the. Uh, several different ways to raise your vibration. I feel that forgiving people is huh, people who've done you wrong, and it depends on the level of wrongdoing that people have done. Um, for me, when I say like, and I'm talking about bad stuff, like stuff that family members may have done or friends may have done to you, people who who held hold a higher regard in your life, and they and they done you wrong, unwarranted. You didn't ask to be done wrong. You didn't ask for this. And they just do it naturally. And you have to get to a point of place, a point in your life where you have to learn to forgive this person. Um, I can't say forget because sometimes it's stupid to forget. Whoever told you you need to learn, you need to, learn to forgive and forget, it's, it's their, their operation on low uh, vibrations because they're not being realistic. Um, if a family member 
stole $50,000 out of your account and you later forgave them in life, you better not forget it because if you did, they may do it again. That's that's just one example. But, uh, you know, forgiving is very, it's, to me, is very hard when, you know, you experience resentment, resentment with whomever, you know. Um, also, like I said, high vibrational foods, whether it's raw foods, raw carrots and um, cabbage, you know, greens, things like that. Like if it came, if it came from the ground, it's usually high vibrational, you know, nuts, beans, fruits, things like that are very high vibrational. And I think that's probably why many people in the Bible days were so very wise because a lot of those people did eat like this you know they eat figs and nuts and berries and you know raw foods out of the ground they weren't going to mcdonald's and stuff like this man they didn't have it i'm sure if they did they would but you know they had to work with what they had and they lived off the land so people who, who live off the land usually also operate on high vibrational levels because they're very grateful to the world and the things around them they're very grateful to be to be able to harvest their own food you know and you cook it in the kitchen you're cooking stuff that you've planted that the lord has or the earth has helped provide for you to feed you so usually people like that are a little more operating in a high vibrational realm than a lot of people like me and you who goes to the grocery store all the time um alcohol and toxins can make you very low vibrational have you ever Heavy, well, alcohol, toxins, and drugs. Guys, I know some of you listen to this show, and you guys gotta, you know, drink every weekend or drink every time you get home from work and shit like that. Mm. Y'all have fun with that. Um, people like that usually operate on low vibrational scales. People who gotta smoke all the time, people who gotta do drugs, you're, those people have very low vibrations. Um, those people are not happy with themselves. They don't have any peace. It's turmoil within. And they're trying to cope with it by um, feeding their body things that they think is going to make them feel better. And it may make them feel better in the moment, but when that stuff wears off, everything comes back. So why not work on these things naturally? Why not just take them head on? I don't smoke. I barely drink. I go through life like anybody else and have all the stressors that people have and probably, probably more. I refuse to be a fucking alcoholic. <laughs> That's one thing I refuse to be. And I'm just speaking for me. I ain't be going through hell. I ain't about to be coming home drinking every damn day or every time I get paid, I need to go get a bottle of alcohol, liquor and stuff like this. Or it's a weekend, I need to be driving drunk. That's stupid. I don't, it's dumb. I have family members. I know people who've done it. It's silly. It's dangerous. Like, yeah, this, this is what you like to just drink. You know, your liver's going to give out after a while. Imagine your liver, you know, if you're 20 something years old and you do that, you do know when you're 50 and 60, if you make it that far, you got to have the same liver, right? And it has to, it has to operate at the same scale, at the same level that it's operating now. If not, life's going to suck for you. (laughs) It's going to be suck. You know, it's going to be really sucky. So that's why I say like things in moderation is very, is a very good idea. Some people don't do it. Some people have to just go overboard and just and just gorge themselves in alcohol and, and weed. And speaking of marijuana, um, do I think a little bit of, of marijuana use is a bad thing? No, I don't at all. But someone who smokes weed every day, morning, noon, and night, they got to have their weed. They got to have their weed. For, for a guy like me, that person is on a very low vibrational pull. And this person clearly has a lot of issues going on with themselves. And, um, you know, just, just ain't really about shit. You're just a weed head. How many, like, weed heads outside of rap do we know is very successful? And it, it's, it's going to probably be a very low, very low percentage of it. You know, how many... Just weed heads and potheads who we know who smoke morning, noon, and night are running running the American military. We're running the banks and things like that. No, it's usually low vibrational. And when I see people do that, I kind of steer away from them because you're 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 in, you're in the low zone 
and I'm, I'm in a higher zone. My vibrations vibrate a little higher, and I'm not coming down there with you guys. So you have fun, okay? And um, if you want to get get rid of the drugs and stuff like that, and just accept life as it is, and just enjoy other things in life because life is way more than fucking drugs and alcohol. Well, then you come up here with us. But until then, y'all have fun down there in the pits. It's kind of my impression. Also, uh, be very selective about the music, TV, books, and movies you listen to and watch. Um, I was one of those people who was operating on a very low vibrational pull the other day because I was, I took, you know, for one week, I was sitting there watching the Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix. Godly, that guy was crazy. He did some crazy stuff. Great. And then the part about that was even more scary to me was that there were people who supported him for doing this. And also there were people in this world that has probably done worse and could be doing worse today as we speak. And they're out there and they're in our face all the time. Um, that was very, that you know, that was just kind of presented, presented a low vibration. It didn't, it wasn't positive. It was just dealing on bad stuff. You know, if you're somebody who listens to rap all the time and all they do is talk about drugs and killing and, and fighting and bitches and this and, so, and this and this and all that kind of stuff. I'm somebody, I like all different types of music, but rap is and hip hop is my personal least favorite because I don't, I'm not into that. I don't want to kill people. I don't want to be drugs, doing drugs and violence and stuff like that. Like my vibrations are higher than that. So people who are like that, we, we normally don't click because they bore the hell out of me and I bore the hell out of them because I like more out of life than, than that because I think a person naturally chooses that type of life at a certain point in their life. There, I mean, there's people who grew up in the ghetto and they grow out and they move out of the ghetto. Granted, the ghetto still may be in them, but they're not out here doing drugs and killing and all this kind of stuff like this. They may know about it. They may have lived it in their younger life, but, um, you know, yeah, so... Like one of my young cousins was, we was talking the other day about rap and stuff like this. And they were naming people that I've never heard of before. And I know I'm getting a little older. I'm getting out of touch with stuff. Um, and it's not because of, I don't really necessarily like the artists. It's just because I just don't like the energy of, of the shit that I've been listening to. It's just like, really? This doesn't make me feel good. You know, a lot of this new stuff, it doesn't make, it doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel low. He makes me feel very sad. Makes me take it takes me to a place to where um, I don't really like to be. Granted, all music can do that because all music is you know supposed to take you to another realm. But a lot of this newer music, it's just like all I really want to do, honestly, is sit down in a couch somewhere with some friends and just smoke weed and just lay low, skip the gym, call out of work order two and three pizzas from Marco's Pizza and eat all the fucking pizza. Maybe wash my clothes tonight because I had it as a goal to wash my clothes. Maybe wash it this week. Um, so I don't get into that. I'm very aware of my body and my emotions and my moods. So yeah, so I personally don't get into that. I usually don't click with people who are constantly down there. Um, uh, and people may say, oh, Shane, you're so judgy. Well, guess what, y'all? The same people who think opposite of me are judging my ass as well. So let's be real. Let's keep it real. <laughs> you know how many times some people say, oh, you're lame or you're boring because you don't do this? And I'm thinking, bitch, you're lame and boring too because you do do it. But if I say that, then I'm going to be looked at as, oh, you think you're better than me. No, baby. You think you're better than me. You have your thing. I have my thing. We can agree to disagree and try to find a place in life on stuff that we agree about. I'm not saying I don't want to fuck with you. I'm just saying I'm not going to do what you're doing. There's a difference. You know, if you're going to a kickback to smoke and drink and stuff like this, I'm not coming. But if you want to go out and eat and go to a, a sports game, go to a football game, go to the fair, um, go travel and catch some flight somewhere and have a good time, Oh, I'm there. But if you want to go just smoke weed, y'all have fun with that. I'm good. I'm just good. Anyway, um, social media can help affect your vibrational levels as well. You better be very, you know, be very cautious of the things that you watch and do on uh, social media. Personally, for me, is, you know, I can only use it to be an example because I have not introduced my new co-host yet. But anyway, um, 
social media makes you feel very energetic or insecure. There's been many times I've gone on Instagram or TikTok and I've seen someone with an amazing body. I think to myself, holy shit. You know, what can I do to look like that? Or I may see somebody who's filthy rich and they're living very nice or eating very good or someone has a very beautiful family or car or, you know, something, somebody is just doing better than me. And sometimes, it, you know, if you don't watch yourself, it can make you feel bad about yourself and insecure. But if you have low, high vibrations, you said to yourself, wait a minute, that I, I'm happy to see that this person has that. I don't know what they've gone through to get to achieve such goals. I don't know what they've gone through to have such an amazing body and stuff like this. But I'm going to use that as a formula to uh, help uh, promote me to do better. Instead of being like, uh, it's going to take me two years to get my body right. I was never going to happen. Or, oh, everybody's around me is doing better and has all this money. And I don't. I'm working a nine to five. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. You know, and oh, I'm just going to just not even even look at this or I'm just going to not even give anybody any love that's doing well. I'm just going to be a ghost follower and look at all the good stuff that they're doing and I'm never going to like them or congratulate them. Low vibrations. Low vibrations. Yeah, that's low vibrations. You know what? I would encourage you if you want to find the people because I know I have been. Tell, like that person's page, find a place in your heart where you say, you know what, I'm very happy for you. And I can present myself in a better way too. You know what I'm saying? Anybody on the side of my voice, don't ever think that you're just shut up with anything you do in your life because you're not. Sometimes you and I, we have to change our playbook with stuff in life. If we are at a particular place in life and we're constantly doing the same thing and getting the same result and getting depressed and upset about it, there comes a time where you have to make changes. If not, nothing's going to change. I have, I have to and have had to learn that the very hard way myself. So when your vibrations are low, you're not going to produce high vibrations. Whether it's give up the alcohol for a little while, whether it's start going to the gym, whether it's backing off from toxic friends or relatives or family members, or co-workers, whether it's that toxic job that you you hate, but you know you make a decent wage, maybe it's time to leave. Maybe it's time to accept something a little lower, lower paying, or but less stress. There, you have got to start watching the things that affect your moods in life. And we can't always be all positive all the time, but you can definitely change the things in your life that always has you down. Whether it's relationship, I was in an almost three year relationship that I. Uh, often hated being in and it was an up and down roller coaster it was a very up and down roller coaster because in that particular relationship um how do I say things were just really weird because there were times we were doing very good with one another and then moments later it would just fall off and then like all these skeletons and all these you know hidden dramas that we had going on would come back out and it was just hard. It was just very hard to get to get past. I was operating on a low vibrational wave because the person who I was dating was operating on a low vibrational wave, and they weren't aware of things like that and wasn't willing to learn that kind of stuff when I wanted to talk about it with them. They took it as this is my way of criticizing you and things like that, and that really wasn't what it was. The conversation needed to be had. If you're dating somebody. And you can't have that conversation with them like, hey, look, baby, things have been really off between us. I really I particularly would like things to work at this point. I don't know what your intentions are. If you are willing to make things work, I encourage you and I to start sitting down, reading, get materials on how to raise our vibrations and things like that. If you're dating somebody who can't have a conversation like that with you and they take offense to it. Let me tell you guys, it's very slim and that relationship's going to work because now they're not, they're losing their grip on you. And people who have low vibrations and stuff like this and want to keep you low with them, once they start losing their grip on you, it's a wrap because the, they're going to try harder and harder and harder with that same energy to, to keep you hooked. And you're going to start pushing further and further and further and fur, further back away uh, because 
you're not feeling that shit anymore. You don't want to come home and be depressed and, and you know, you come home and you're, you talk to, you see your boo and they, you say, hey, how you doing? They say, fine, because I went through that. And you think to yourself, well, damn. And they don't ask you, you know, how was your day? And, you know, you're sitting there trying to make conversation. They give you these one word answers. And you think to yourself, oh, you must have had a bad day. Clearly, I'm not the person you, who, who you need to talk to when you feel like this because there's something about me that you don't like. I understand it. So let me leave you alone. Yeah, I went through that. So, like, if you're dating somebody with low vibrations and you want to have that conversation with them and they want to fight it and don't want to acknowledge it and they want to keep things very low vibrational, get the fuck out. Just just move on. Just move. Take it from a guy who spent almost three years in that shit. Just get out of there. When, when you're around somebody and little things about them just gets on your nerves or they do stuff that just just gets crazy and just always get on your damn nerves get the hell out of there you can still love this person you can still have love for them but you're not in love with them um anymore you you could have but they don't want to work on it with you so i would say leave that low vibrational mess right there where it's at and you pick your shit up and go start somewhere else um uncle shane told you to do it to go do it anyway um, low vibrational lyrics, surround yourself with beauty, go for a walk outside, make sure your relationships are vibing high, you know? Like, I already talked about the lyrics stuff, and one thing that I do notice that when I go outside in the morning to walk my dog, I do notice a shift in my in my energy within my body. Like, I can literally feel, especially, especially if it's sunny, it's like, it's like I just step out of a cave, and here I'm outside, and Things are fresh, things are new, it's a new day. It's beautiful outside, the birds are chirping, it smells good out, at least where you state that I live. And it's just, you notice that thing, and then you feel very, what do you want to call it? Very positive and very ambitious and energetic. And then when you come back in the house, like for me, I like to open the blinds a little bit where I live because I need to be able to see what's going on outside a little bit. I have family members who don't do that. They think that someone's going to be looking in the house to see what they got or whatever. And I understand that, but it's a very different energy in a house of a person who has the blinds open. Not saying open all the blinds, but just have certain ones open to where you can see if somebody's in your driveway, see if somebody's in your backyard, or see someone on your porch when you're walking. Um, that's important. If you are living in a house where you're walking, you can't see outside, your vibration levels, vibration levels are very low. That, that's low. You, you're not letting good energy in. Good energy in. You, you're not at all. Um, you got to let that energy come through, guys. Let that good energy in. Sometimes, sometimes just open the door and let the sun shine in. That's very important. Um, I hate to say it. I know my mom listens to this show, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. My mother is one of those kinds of people. This woman is so anti-open the blinds and so anti-leaving the door open to where when you walk in her house, you can feel it. You, you can feel that there, there is a, there's a stale energy in the place that, that's, that, that can't go anywhere. Um, if you try to tell her anything like that, you know, she's going to just keep you because... Um, if it ain't in the Bible, it ain't right kind of thing. And she's one of those kind of people. And, you know, it is what it is. People, we all have our different governing, governing mechanisms. And that's one of hers. But, um, but Mano, you listen to this, I would just say, if you're not really feeling how things are going in your life a little bit, why not begin to change things up a little bit? You know? But that's enough of that, guys. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, oh, you know what? That, that is not enough. I just lied. The reason I really came to you guys about this particular topic is because I was, like I said, I was watching it on the Fox Soul on the uh, TGIF on uh, YouTube, and one of my favorite influencers, social media influencers, Funky, Funky Dineva, confronted uh, Coach Stormy about this particular issue, and Funky Dineva gave it to Coach Stormy, you know, and basically said that you know you're being rude, you're being a bully. That was ghetto of you. If you didn't want people to have low vibrational plates at your event, why did you give them that? Give them that opportunity. You could have just provided um, chicken fingers, shrimp, and uh, 
fruit and crackers and cheese and stuff like that, which I was told shrimp is a low vibrational food because they're like trash. They're like the roaches of the, of the uh, sea or something. And that didn't make me feel good because I'm a pescatarian. I eat shrimp weekly. But anyway, so, about, you know, Funky Dineva took up for the girl or whatnot. But Funky Dineva didn't, you know, he needs to do his research in this space and say that. It is proven people who eat and think like that usually produce better in life. It really is. Um, but, you know, I, I kind of applaud it. I do applaud him for taking up for that particular lady. But Stormy, uh, Coach Stormy, her defense was basically like, I understand your frustration, but you don't understand the ladies that uh, I coach as far as the health and wellness coach. All of them, I've coached them to millionaire status. And when she told Fucky Dineva that on the show, he shut up because he's not a millionaire yet. Do I think he will become one one day? I do, I do believe so, but he's not a millionaire yet. So she does have weight. She does have some ground to stand on. When she said, hey, look, this particular lady who I was talking to, I remember her when she didn't have anything. Now she owns a $1.4 million house and I'm helping coach her into a better way of thinking, a better way of doing things and stuff like that. So to be quite honest, Coach Stormy has a point. She has a proven track, track record. I could probably be cool fuck with Coach Stormy. Granted, I might say, hey, look, girl, one, one thing, if you, one thing your coaching style will not get through with me is embarrassing me in front of people. If you ever do that, this all bets are off. Anything you got to say, I ain't trying to hear it. And, we, and we're done. We're not, we're not going to do it. So if you ever try to embarrass me in front of people, just know your little coaching status thing and your little wins that you're trying to get, you're going to lose. Because I'm going to shut down and I am not going to have any of that. But anyway, guys, I just talked your head off for over 46 minutes about low vibrational plates and vibrations and stuff like that. Well, I do appreciate you guys listening to this particular segment of the show. Stay tuned. I have one more segment coming up. But before I do that, I have a message from my sponsor. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I appreciate you guys for staying tuned and listening uh, to the Slick Talk podcast show. I am your host. Shane Ahmad, appreciate you guys. But uh, I'm gonna talk to you. I wanted to talk about this real quick, guys. Did you hear about the Nuri Martinez, the president of the LA City Council, um, who recently resigned 24 hours after a leaked audio recorded with Councilman Kevin DeLeon? De uh, she made a racist comment. She referred to Councilman Mike Bonas, Bonans, who is a white councilman but adopted a black son, and in Spanish, the the president of the LA Council she called the black son a little monkey uh, she accepts full responsibility for what she did and she resigned did you guys hear about that um when I heard about it, it I heard about some you know council person made a racist remark and they were you know they were resigning or whatever but I didn't really look into it because I just assumed it was some white person out there talking crazy in politics and it caught up to them and now they got to give up their job or whatever or their, you know, political seat or whatnot. Um, when I heard it was a, a Hispanic lady, I um, I had to tune in and, and listen to this and get the news on this because I was thinking, why is a Hispanic lady calling one of her council people, council members, excuse me, child a monkey in Spanish? You're an, you're a politician in America, girl. So you're not fresh from you know fresh from the border. You know your green card ain't you know green or you know, whatever. You know you, you may even be a freaking citizen here. That is not the culture in American politics, especially coming from another brown person. We don't do that here, sweetie. What are you doing? You don't know that that was wrong to call a black baby a monkey. You know, that was very, very nasty. Um, I'm going to give my thoughts on this, and I hope I don't offend anybody when I when I you know say this here. But I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to have to come to this uh, topic here, coming from a place and a perspective of a black man living in America. So you guys, here I go. 
If it offends you, I do apologize. This doesn't go for everybody, but it is what it is. This is the country we live in and the times that we live. And this is my thoughts on this. When I heard this story and this Martinez woman said this, my honest thoughts was she was being very petty. She was being being very petty. And she probably thinks, oh, I am the president of the L.A. City Council I am somebody, you know, I am the in all, says all of anything for people of color in this country. Girl, bye. Have you ever heard of Barack Hussein Obama? Have you ever heard of, um, what's our current vice president name? Uh, Kamala Harris. Have you ever heard of Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, Beyonce, Martin Luther King Jr.? The list goes on it goes on now with that being said can that list in this country as far as civil rights goes and racism Jim Crow civil war can can we fill that up and let's be really honest even in entertainment can we fill those lines up with people from the who, whose last names sound like Martinez we may, we may be able to come up with some, but not as much as uh, the race of people that this black monkey came from. Really? Girl, you're the city council president. Anybody can do that. All you have to do is come up with some money to pay for per, uh, a, what do you call it, a license to run. Anybody can do that, girl. So you and your little entitlement, need, you need to have a seat. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. I have noticed in this country that a lot of Hispanic people have the same negative entitlement type of um, personality. You know, like you ever gone into a grocery store, and I hate I hate to say it like this, guys, but I mean, I gotta say it. You know, I am very critical of my own race, as you guys have listened to this show. I'm critical of everybody when I feel that there's a wrong. But one thing I've noticed about Hispanic people They're often very rude. They're very dismissive, very condescending. Um, You know, they, if you see them in public, they don't want to speak your language. They want to be opposite. They don't want to be a part of you. They look down their nose at you. And when I say at you, I mean black people. Yeah, they look down their nose at you. Uh, When you're going through the line and you're pushing your buggy at the grocery store, they don't want to move out of your way, even though they're, they're in the way of their stuff. They don't want to move out of your way. Um, they're just just often very rude. And usually the women are just very rude. Um, you know, and I used to, many years ago, I used to look at Hispanics, black people, you know, people, you know, of color as kind of being one. Until I realized that a lot of the, a lot of those Hispanics don't look at us that same way. Some maybe do, but the majority of them do not. And when I say look at us that same way, I mean they're not. You know, they don't care about our civil rights. How many people do you see out there with the Black Lives Matter thing? Granted, I was not out there with Black Lives Matter either because I think it's kind of silly. But how many times do you see Hispanic people out there, um, you know, supporting black stuff? You know, anything that did, you know, black. Black people's civil rights and you know voting rights and all that kind of stuff. No, they're not doing that. They're not. You don't. You don't really find that. They don't feel like we're all one. They feel that like they're better than us. And they don't want any part of us. And I have family who are Dominican, who are from the Dominican Republic. I do have family from there. You know, I, if you look at me, you can tell I'm. I have a lot of mixed things going on. But I consider myself a black man. My family in the Bronx, they're just like that. You have a good percentage of the people up there in the Bronx who who are Dominican, they consider themselves black or, you know, consider all themselves equal. And you have some who think that they're, they're better. Better where? I hate to say it like this, but where in this world has any Hispanic contributed to this world? And I say world, I mean the world. The way that a person of African American or African descent has. Think about it. Think about it and you get back with me. 
not saying that the African people are better. I'm just saying that we need more respect. Okay? We need more respect because we were brought to this country to make it better. We were kings and queens, you know, over in our, you know, in Africa. We were, we, we were, you know, strong-minded people, strong-bodied people. We were made to be slaves here to make this country better, and we're no longer slaves. You know, we're equal. You know, for the most part, in the eyes of the law. You know, but we still have a lot of injustice, a lot of civil things, that, civil right issues that goes on in this country. But black people in this country have fought and stayed strong and have been very resilient. And we have fought for our rights. We fought for your rights, uh, uh, Mexican people, for Hispanic people. You don't get, you don't, man, I understand it, but we, we have because what we were fighting for, it was to make all people equal. And it baffles me that so many Hispanics in the, in the United States are even Republicans. What the hell? Do you guys not see what the Republicans are doing to you? They're looking at, looking at you. As illegal immigrants, even if you're not illegal, you could have been born here legally. You could be a freaking citizen. But if you're of Hispanic descent, you're looked at as an illegal. You're looked at as a rapist. You're looked at as a criminal. You're looked at as someone who's uh, gotten their way in this country illegally. And you don't have any papers to be here. And you need to be sent back. Sent, sent back. You're looked at as someone who... Um, only provides lawn service or roofing service uh, for us here. Um, you guys are, you know, eating up the food stamp system and the and the public assistance uh, system here. And you're having all these children, and you have twenty and thirty people living in a house together. And I'm just exaggerating with that point. You know, you guys are in a political party for people. A lot of you all, you know. Um, represent a political party of people who don't even like you. I mean, look at Ted Cruz, who's even of Hispanic descent. What is he doing for Hispanics in Texas? Look at Governor Greg Abbott in Texas. What is he doing for, for Texans? I mean, for Hispanics. He don't give a shit about y'all. He, as a matter of fact, he's taking your people and, and putting you in um, buses and planes and shipping you off somewhere else. What did uh, Donald Trump want to do? Donald Trump treated you all like shit because they look at you like shit. Now, what are the black people doing to you all, uh, girl? Because as what you said, call that little boy a black monkey. I guarantee you, Mr. Mike Bonnet, a white man who adopted this black child, could have said as equally as racist shit about your little Hispanic ass. Yes. I said it, your little Hispanic ass, as what you said about this little black boy being a fucking monkey. Girl, what the fuck do you think you are? You are no better. You, are, As a matter of fact, this be real, you're Hispanic. You are not top level in this country. I'm going to go ahead and say it. It is what it is. You are not top level. And the reason you're not top level is because you're, you're a mindset like that. Y'all will never get ahead. Y'all will never get ahead. I encourage all Hispanics, if you want to come to this country and be very, what do you want to call it, segregated away from blacks and whites, and you want to create your own communities here in this country, why the hell can't you do that in Mexico? Why the hell can't you do that in your own country? Oh, because the country's corrupt? Well, make it uncorrupt. That's what black Americans did in America. If we can do it here, you guys can sure as hell do it there. And I encourage a lot of black people stop doing these drugs because all you're doing is giving back to these countries, to these people like this. You know, uh, the times I go to L.A., I hate to say it. I always get a, ne- a negative uh, vibe or energy from a Hispanic person, whether they're working in the hotel or they're working in the restaurants and stuff like that. And I think to myself, are these people racist? Because when when I walk into a place, you could be black, white, blue, or brown. I'm not going to be rude to you. Um, I'm going to expect exceptional service. And I'm going to give you an exceptional personality and somebody with class and dignity. I'm not going to be rude. But a lot of them are very rude to you. And a lot of them are very condescending. Not all of them are. 
but a good amount of them are. So I was very taken back by this Mexican, this Hispanic woman to call a black child a monkey. Girl, you are Mexican in the country, in, in America. Get to the back of the line where you guys are at. You are the back of the line. Blacks have kicked and, and scratched to get where we are. And this here, what you all are doing, it ain't it. So don't you come around here being condescending because the little bit or the whatever you do have in this world, you're still eating, you're still uh, not really eating, but you're still benefiting off of the backs of my ancestors in this country. Yeah. People who have been uh, raped and killed and enslaved and had to, you know, fight for all their rights and fight for education and fight for voting rights and fight for the right to go to school and all this kind of stuff. You guys are benefiting off that. So when you do come to this country and a lot of you all think that, oh, black people are, are the scum of the earth. No, it's you all. You're, you're all are notoriously the scum of the earth because you're not really bringing anything here. You're coming in here and you come in here with your little entitlement and then you want to, you know, you know, turn Texas Mexican, Mexican you know, Hispanic and, and L.A. into Hispanic stuff like that. And it's nothing wrong with coming to America, making, you know, and being of a different race and stuff like this. But when you come over here and you start this, and you get this entitlement of being racist, when you look at as the cockroaches of this country, then I have a problem. You know, then I have a problem. And then, not only look at as the cockroaches of the country, you're supporting the people who really do that for you. The Republicans, the Republicans don't give a shit about Hispanic people. You know, the Democrats are the ones that want you to come over here and want you to get a job and, and to be and to thrive. To really be honest, granted, you may be over here legal illegally, but a lot of a lot of them who are over here illegally, what are they doing? They're thriving. They're thriving. Yes, they're working these lawn lawn service jobs. They're working on roofs. They're working on putting tile down in your home and doing mechanic work and all this kind of stuff. And they're spending money in this country. Of course, a lot of them are sending it back. But the Republicans don't want that. They want to ship you in something and send you on your way because like Donald Trump, your Republican former president said, you're nothing but criminals and rapists. And that's all that's coming across the board. Right. And when you go to Mexico, which uh, I've never been, but I've known people who have gone. No offense to Hispanic people. I've never had any desire to go to Mexico. Two countries I have zero desire to go to is Mexico and Russia. Zero desire. But anyway, um, he said, you guys are, you know, you come over here across the border and you guys are no good. You're criminals and rapists. And in your own country, it's so corrupt and full of shit. You can't necessarily, you can't necessarily say that he's lying. We don't, you know, we don't really want that here. We got enough problems as it is. When I was a former correctional officer, we had mostly black, you know, black Americans in prison. Next was the Hispanics. Then it was the white man. Yeah. So it is what it is. So, girl, think about that shit. What I just said the next time when you want to call a black person a fucking monkey. Because if that black child is a fucking monkey and you're Hispanic, what does that make you? Yeah, what does that make you? Yeah. At least a monkey does have intelligence. Clearly, you weren't working off much intelligence in that moment. But anyway, guys, I hate to say, I hate to have to get off on that type of topic, but it needed to be said. And I know the white man um, whose child this woman called a black monkey, I know he had to bite his tongue on that particular issue. But hey, look at the Shane Amata come through and set the, the record straight. Yeah, guys, but anyway. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. Like I said, I am not a racist guy. I don't like to think that I'm racist. I just don't like racist people who feel entitled and want to come around here and start belittling and down, looking down their nose at people who have done nothing to them. And at the end of the day, we're all in the same circles. We're all in the same categories and we're all fighting for the same thing. To call somebody's child a fucking black monkey and you're Hispanic and you know all the drama that comes on with that is very stupid and very dumb. And it's and you did the right thing by resigning. And hopefully you need to talk to your people and let them know, like, hey, look, 
black people are not our issue. It's us as Hispanics. We need to do better. We need to get to a particular place in this country where we're providing more to this country other than keeping keeping people's yards up. You know? Not saying that all Mexicans do that, but it's just kind of like on a grand scheme of things because uh, if you talk to historians, Hispanic people have been in this country just as long or not longer than black people, but where are they making their mark? Where have they made their mark? You know? And I could be wrong. Maybe they have. I Maybe I need to be educated. But where have Hispanic people made their mark in this country if they've been here just as long as African Americans? And when I say made their mark, you put up what, you know, they, that, those, that group of people have done up against what blacks have done in this country. Yeah. So, you guys walk around here feeling condescending, feeling you're better than anybody. I'm going to tell you, as a black man, we don't look at you as being better. So, I'm going to need you to have a seat. Okay? But on that note, guys, I appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to the Slick Talk Podcast Show. I am your host, the one and only Shane Amon. And I am out. I'll talk to y'all later. Bye.